and welcome back to Bajidacast. Today we're here to talk to Adam about Axiom, the model that he created um, as part of the winner's wave from the 2019 Bushido Grand Masters. Um, so thank you very much for coming along. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me. It's, um, well, I've been listening to the podcast quite a bit recently and uh, it's really good to be invited on. Yeah, it's great. Great to have you on. Yeah, I'm glad, glad you're listening. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, really excited to have you on. Um, yeah, it was really interesting to hear Jack uh, was actually talking about me on the podcast last time as well, because uh, <laughs> I've been giving him some support with his um, uh, using the ninjas. He obviously has a slightly different playstyle to me, but it was good to see that he did uh, really well in the recent tournament as well. So yeah, yeah it does seem like he's picked up quite a few tricks actually. So uh, yeah. obviously it's a good sparring games there. Thanks for coming on. We um we were really keen to get you on uh, to talk about Axiom. Uh, we did have a Winners Wave episode with Jason, and we kind of got to Axiom, and we just uh, didn't feel like at the time we could really do him justice. Um, and who better to talk about Axiom than Axiom? Uh, so we thought <laughs> <laughs> getting you on. And um, what we were thinking is obviously we're interested in kind of what, what what's it like to win a, a, a Grand Masters and to get to design a model, what's that kind of process like, and, and then just kind of get more into the profile and uh, how you see that interacting with the warband and scenarios and, and general gameplay and any any kind of um, uh, insights you have to, to you know, how, to, how he uh, works on the table because um, it's, it's quite an interesting profile. And, um, yeah, we we thought uh, that, w- that would be uh, great for the listeners. Yeah, well, um, to address the first point, uh, I was actually a bit surprised at sort of how much involvement you kind of get with um, designing the model uh, because um, I'd come up with an idea. I'd kind of thought to myself, if I was to ever win a Masters with ninjas, what I'd really like is to design a Master Ninja, like a Master Ninja trainer, uh, similar to how you kind of have the monks because I also play Temple. Um and my original idea was for uh, the character to have uh, melee four, um, all of the usual things that they have, um, indomitable one, uh, bravery, tactician, dodge, and um, to have a special feat where he can basically use anything that any of the ninjas that are in the warband can use. Um, so I was gonna have him be three key and he'd pay one key to be able to use a key feat of one that was on a different card, as if it was on his card, but then you still have to pay the key cost and everything else um, that's part of the requirement. So if it's once per turn, etc. Um, and that was taken away. Um, I think it actually went to play testing with the exact rules as I'd kind of set them out. And I assume that some of the feedback was it's too broad. Um, like it's too difficult to actually nail down exactly what you want him to be able to do when he can do everything that all of the ninjas can do. So this um, before he was sort of a North Star ninja then? <laughs> yeah, so I hadn't set him to be anything at that point. So yeah. it, it wasn't kind of a oh, I want him to be this type of ninja. So he could literally have had any key feat of any ninja that you were taking. And I think it just caused uh, analysis paralysis for the people who were trying to play test him. Um, and 
Jason kind of tricked me a little bit because he came back and was like, oh, uh, so what did you see him, you know, Axiom being uh, in as, as a house, as a ninja house? And I was like, well, uh, you know, he's got Tactician, which is a Uto key feat. Um, I've given him the ability to drop deploy smoke uh, in the same way as Dudico. Um, so that was also a North Star feat or ability. So I was like, well, it's probably more North Star than anything else. So I said North Star. Um, and I think that then narrowed it down to being North Star only models. Um, and uh, various other changes came in as a result of that. But uh, yeah, at each point, whenever they sort of made changes, they sent it over to say, look, this is what we're looking to do with it. Um, and this is kind of what we th think is the final version. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was nice to be that involved, to be able to give feedback and to be able to say, well, yeah, I think that's good. Or yeah, that kind of fits. And that's, you know, probably a lot more fair than what I initially sent out because, uh, you know, whenever you're designing a model, you always want it to be horribly overpowered. So, uh, <laughs> indeed, it's better to be told to tone it down than to, to not try to push <laughs> yeah, that boundary. <laughs> not try and get that in. Yeah. yeah so, um, also, prediction got kept. So, that was really nice because I, I see it as one of the um, best abilities, really. Uh, like, I think it's, so, it's good enough to warrant being on his card in its own. Um, and then he also can take the other North Star um, key feats when when they're in the warband with him. So, yeah, yeah, well, that, that's that's interesting to see. So, uh, yeah, you're you're obviously a fan of prediction. Then I think is it Kohai Ko who's got that? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So I actually won a tournament with this is before. Um, Risen Sun. So this was back in New Dawn um, when you could do all kinds of things like Soulless Disguise and it make it permanent. Um, and Hail of Steel didn't cost you an extra uh, one to the target level to use it, you know, on subsequent shots. Um, and it was really strong. But being able to use prediction to force your opponent to choose who they're going to move. And then have Q high or BQ on either side, on either flanks, to just walk up behind the group that aren't going to be activating and shoot them all in the back. Yeah, um, was really strong. And I just, yeah, it, the access and the um, way it messes with your opponent's head a little bit uh, just makes it really good. And I'm a bit like that. I like. Uh, Try, trying to control things and make life difficult for the opponent, and that's probably why everyone hates playing me when I'm playing ninjas. <laughs> like like that edge, yeah. I mean, it's it's an interesting one. I do do you sort of uh, play it quite late in a turn, or is it something you try to force the issue early on with that, or is it just situational? Uh, I mean, it is situational, but I would probably be using it turn two um, when you've got lots of extra key, particularly if I was using it with Kuhai, so I could do that and Hail of Steel. Um, but having it on Axiom means that you can use it and just use Hail of Steel if you'd rather and not, you know, so you get multiple turns of being able to Hail of Steel. Yeah, so it's, it spreads, spreads it around. It's, it's also interesting to see that your original concept kind of survived, if you like, and also set a new kind of level of ninja. 
so that that's that's pretty cool yeah i did wonder if the intention was that they would create some other ones but you know they're probably so far off in the future that others kind of ninja trainers for the other houses um but yeah it what it, it it makes it interesting having a rule where the the character changes depending on who else you take yeah because you, you see that, that with the worms already don't you the the sort yeah. of the they're sort of the um uh the training ones is, is that yeah it's fair to say uh so yeah so it's quite interesting that you've got quite a few interactions going on once you add those two to a list and um things to kind of pull pull from so yeah it's quite quite cool to see that in uh you know come in yes yeah so i don't know if you want to talk about those interactions then with the other north star characters yeah yeah that'd be really cool yeah so uh there's so many interactions uh yeah. <laughs> Well, I kind of feel like, depending on who, because you're not always going to want to take like a full North Star list, I think. And so you're probably more likely targeting particular characters to go with Axiom for what they can bring. Um, because I think distractions are fantastic key feat. Um, and so bringing Yuto, you've, you've got maybe a little bit of redundancy having two tactician models. Um, but being able to have two models that can do distraction every turn is really good. Uh, Fog of Hesitation tends to have kind of niche uses, but I've found that that can really swing games in your favor when yep. you, if you can actually get that to work um, and having a wider area of Fog of Hesitation uh, with two models that can do it um, would be really useful as well. Um, Didico, being able to mirage is really strong. It's one of my favorite abilities on Shizuka. Yeah, uh, that, so that stood out to me actually. That's such a good ability that I only use it on the Kota, but it's so powerful. Um, yeah, I can imagine that being really good. Yeah, uh, so that's another one that I just completely love. Um, I liked it more when you could use the North Star theme to make one of your ninjas soulless so that it always worked. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But that, that kind of went away with uh, Risen Sun as well, but uh, incredibly useful. Um, but also you can get distraction from Biku as well if you didn't want to take Yuta. Um, and also Vitality and Swift Executor. Hiratsuna makes Axiom fantastic. Um, and for 10 rice and a model that's actually pretty good. Uh, especially if you're sitting him in Axiom's little smoke bomb that he can drop each time. Uh, I think it's a really good combination. Uh, I've used Didico and Hiratsuna quite a bit, and I think that they would work in a very similar way, but I'm more inclined to kind of throw Axiom into the fight where with Didico I tend to hold her back and I probably just pay, play her really badly because she's actually a really competent kind of close combat character that happens to have a bow um rather than you know someone that you want to keep at long range and shoot at people and get all of her benefits from the key feats there so um yeah so i think that the hiratsuna axiom uh, combination is really strong uh same with dudico um and yeah ha having yuto in there as well just for that extra little bit of um 
what's the word uh variety or you know change in abilities i think it's really good yeah it's, so it's, yeah so that was kind of part of the reasons for you know the design to have to be able to take things that other characters can do it's just it gives you that especially in tournaments where it gives you that flexibility Lower flexibility, and it's it's a great way to like max out the what you can do with a card as well, because there's no way you could get all those key feats onto a card, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) it's a great way to kind of like um, to interact with the rest of the warband to really get kind of you know uh, that kind of warband building element um, to to another level, really, where you've got to think about all the the various kind of things you can you can borrow off other characters. So that's really cool. Yeah, I was definitely trying to cheat. Because I would have loved to have been able to give him uh, like sh- uh, shadow step and uh, things like that. Um, <laughs> they have to be careful what they give uh, <laughs> North Star yeah, Ninjas now. <laughs> so uh, J- Jason's very wise to my tricks, unfortunately. So he's uh, <clears throat> he's he's sort of nerfed Axiom down enough to make it so that I can't abuse the game with him, <laughs> uh, which is good. It's good to see. Um, but yeah, the the. The, the play testers and the design team are absolutely fantastic for uh, how they you know build the characters and make them useful enough or good enough that you want to take them, but also that they don't then completely break the game in yeah. combinations with other characters. So, because he is quite an investment, he's like Rin level uh, cost, and he's not probably going to do the same level of damage. I would have thought given his role, um, but he obviously brings a lot of other things to the table. So, like, in yeah, that sense... Yeah, it's about utility, yeah. which probably leads more into my play style versus Jack's, where I like having utility, I like having characters that can control the game and positioning and also control uh, a lot of how I can respond to what opponents' warbands can bring. Um, because I think you need to be able to do the scenario objectives that you want to do. And with ninjas, that's quite difficult because you don't have a lot of models. So you need to be able to bring the things that allows you to get around the negatives of the ninjas or the challenges, I should say, of the ninjas, because, you know, being outnumbered is a problem. And it's, you know, yeah. having to get long past a warband can be a problem. And so, yeah, so um, I kind of designed him into that theme, giving him some self-protection with a smoke bomb, uh, but also being able to kind of take other models' special attacks. Um, That only really applies to grapple attack and push attack uh, because they're the only available ones in North Star. But... um, Grapple attack can be really useful in occasions as well. Yeah. And yeah, faint. Definitely. definitely. If you need to take on something that's quite scary and likes to put its dice in attack, then it can be... It's, it's pretty good against my Omni. I can say that for sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, so I didn't... I kind of wanted to design a character that encourages a play style that isn't just the Rin, Katsumi, yeah. Ghost... And then whoever you want to take as your kind of, so you're kind of standing that fourth model or or a couple of fifth, you know, fourth and fifth models, uh, flex position. There you go. You have as your kind of flex position depending on how you want to play. 
And so part of his design was to try and say, well, if I can create a character that makes people want to take other characters to make him useful or good and, and to work with a different play style. Um, so that was sort of the design idea, really. It was just to try and get people out of that. Well, you know, I've got a couple of characters that can really hit hard. Perhaps that's how I should play. Whereas when I'm playing as Temple, for example, Yuki is normally the only character that's still alive at the end of it, and she can win me games because she can she has vitality and can activate three times and stuff. And by that point, you probably only need to cling on for that final VP anyway. So uh, it's, it's more sort of to channel people in that way. Yeah, it, I mean, definitely he... Uh, for one model, he has he has a whole new kind of uh, dynamic to list building and um, and all the interactions you can pull on is you know that that's that's great to see. So uh, and uh, yeah, so in a way, you've kind of created that uh, that kind of uh, meta of like you know Rin Katsumi and Ghost that you're yeah. trying to <laughs> make a mess. Trying to break it again, yeah, and um, but- yeah. also having two throw attack zero models, um, particularly yeah. one which has you know, melee of four, yeah. uh, could have just miraged behind you. So you're surprised. It's an almost guaranteed, you know, the success on the throw attack uh, to throw you into another model. And that's one of the things, because um, in combination with Ghost, I I would almost say Ghost is an auto-include in pretty much any list that I build, particularly if I'm going to a tournament, because he just counters so much that your opponents can bring. Yeah. Um, like Mizuki, Ito, like she's she's so hard to deal with because she can gain six cents and then just control your models. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas she can't do that to Ghost, so Ghost is gonna head straight for her. No one can tie him down because he's intangible. He can be intangible. Yeah. And you know, there's there's nothing really stopping you from putting Ghost where you need him. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, my my thoughts on Ghost is that he answers so many. Um, problems um with, with all these kind of uh tech um and I, I think unfortunately it's just like that all those skills are in one model <laughs> they're yeah. not kind of like spread around <laughs> so, so you end up kind of like being quite heavy because like he because fear is probably a bit more of an issue for ninjas than it than it um feels uh because actually you've got quite a lot of ninjas who just have a bit of courage but all not, or nothing at all um apart from axiom who who actually yeah. brings in bravery which i think is quite cool um but then ghost solves that for you and you know generally you wouldn't want to be revealed to too many opposed key tests but you know he doesn't care about that and so on and um you know the throw attack's obviously great so and, and his general scenario play is really strong as well so um i like the way that you've kind of pulled on the bits that you like about the other models um yeah. like the indomitable like the the you know from rin and katsumi like the throw attack from ghost um, and sort of pulled and, and tactician from Yuto and, and uh, prediction, as you mentioned, and sort of made something different with it all. Um, and, and it's kind of cool in a way that you probably could have thrown Talus in there, but it, it's probably. I actually thought about throwing Talus in there. And I was looking at it and I was like, Jason's never going to go yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> I might get indomitable through, but he's never he's never given me tires yeah. as well. I say he, um, he, he's he, yeah, that might have raised an eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, trouble is, if 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 Axiom had been tireless as well, 
he would be 26 rice and it would almost be impossible to take him i think um because it's such a strong skill on a model that can have so many other key feats yeah uh it, yeah it, and that that would then make him more expensive than models like Yatsumata, who I think are just horrendous to play into. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't think it would necessarily have deserved being Katsumi level of cost either. So for like twenty five. Yeah. Twenty six. So yeah, I tried to keep it a little bit toned down, and then that's where the sort of minus one strength comes from as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of keeps his damage output down a little bit. Um... Yeah, I mean, it, the the uh, the unique effects as well, I think, are, are really interesting. You sort of mentioned one with dropping the smoke. Um, you know, we've we've got one other ninja, Didico, who can do that as well. Um, but having a, having another source of smoke in ninjas must be, again, like you know, that that sounds to me like a a good one um, that people would be um, attracted to to take. Said in your in your mind, kind of uh, essential to to give him some defensive tech, or uh, was it more? Yeah, kind of, yeah, it was almost one of the first things I put in there. To be honest, other than the obviously the being able to use anybody's key feet, uh, because well, anyone who knows me on Discord knows that I love a bit of smoke. Um, I don't think I've ever taken a war band that doesn't include three smoke bombs and a smoke field since they introduced them. Um, and yeah, being able to have some of that just in your kit, in your start of uh, action ability, it works so well with characters like Shizuka, um, being able to then do Shadow Step or Hiratsuna with his start of um, action ability. Yeah. That yep. you can just gain that. You don't have to spend a resource that you might need for protecting another model. Uh, sort of like say turn three or something you're, you're stood quite exposed in the zone being able to drop a, a smoke bomb on that character and not have to worry so much about using it to gain those early scenario advantages uh, it's just yeah so that, that was part of it is the ability to do early smokes and not feel like you're wasting uh, resource uh, was part of the reason for putting that in. Must take a bit of the stress off the game sometimes because you've got tactician as well. Because it's yeah, cause some of those smokes obviously they they go, and then you've got that kind of horrible moment where you you might get yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well because he he also works with the caravan, um, because they can add to his tactician. So if you feel like you need to get that first turn, you could. Chuck, you know, chuck a carapan over to stand next to him for the uh, for the, for the end phase to gain tactician two, um, and yeah, for those scenarios in which you feel like you might need it, but because I know a lot of people quite like the carapan, um, and I I think it's a really good model. I've used it a few times, but I also find it's quite hard to want to take it. Like I find it difficult to justify where it can kind of cause itself problems in combat if you actually hit and cause a wound. Yes. Um, because then you have to have a second combat and you're like, oh, I wish I'd just thrown everything in defense, um, <laughs> you know, to avoid that happening. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 another nice combination. So yeah, it, there were a lot of things that I was thinking about 
to try and make him work with other models to basically give people a difficult decision on how they want to build a warband uh, instead of just being like, I'm just going to take the models that I know work really well for any scenario. So, yeah, to give people an alternative option. That, that's really cool. I mean, I, I'm obviously a fan of t- like trying to home in on a model and build something around it to make it kind of work. Um, I, I enjoy that kind of puzzle, but it's, it is quite cool to see that coming through on this card. And um, I, yeah, I mean, it seems really powerful to me being able to deploy these smoke bombs at the start of each activation as well, which could be two or three for him. So, yeah, it's like yeah. You, you could get a lot, of, a lot of smoke on the table in addition to the uh, <laughs> the ones that you brought with you. Um, I, I hadn't even considered that interaction with Vitality. So, <laughs> well done. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, well, it's no. going to be covered in smokes from now on. Yeah. What have you yeah. done, Craig? What have you done? Well, then. <laughs> this is going to be Didico joining the fray as well. And just <laughs> don't take any range weapons anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like. I, I, I think we've sort of covered um, the special attacks and fences. Uh, that's a bit more niche at the moment, but the you know grapple attack potentially could be uh, could could be helpful. Um, the other one that I guess I thought was interesting, um, perhaps again, this is a bit more situational, it's just a faint one. And um, yeah, that I guess that's helpful if you do need to, to land an attack and um, whether that's a throw attack or, or, or if you're trying to get an assassin off to you know, do some damage. Um, is, is that kind of like, you know, again, like you thinking, like, I quite liked how that worked on Rin and applying it or did you just sort of feel that like this is sort of um, part yeah. of the character? In, so originally the character could take and, and again this is me with my lovely you know overpowering models uh, you, he would get faint one and can take any of the special attacks um, from any of the other characters at level one yeah uh, so you'd have to pay one for it um so I think Jason actually just decided, well, let's let's split that out. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't do both, as uh, so you couldn't do a grapple attack with Faint, for example, um, which you know was fair. But I, I, I think it's good. I think originally, where the character would have been able to use Faint and potentially powerful attack as well to negate some of the minus one, uh, because when he wasn't just North Star. He could also have taken Katsumi's powerful attack. Yeah. Um, that would have been a better combination. But also, like say, if you want to try and guarantee a throw, um, a throw attack, or if you just want to try and put some damage out, being able to reduce your opponent's, uh, you know, get a six, get rid of a six potentially on defense is going to, you know, make a huge difference. And assassin attacks tend to do a lot of damage, regardless of how much damage you actually do. Um, as Shuriken can prove with minus two strength, and you still yes. end up yeah killing people quite easily. So yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, I, I find faint mostly comes into play just to ne- almost negate um, Paris melee, just to just to sort of um, get stop them doing the, well, effectively take their reroll away most of the time. In, in effect, um, if you're the active. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's handy to have just make sure he lands those those attacks um yeah i think jason may also have um reduced it to north star models only 
to stop me taking combo attack as well because I think <laughs> it, it would have just which was another part of the reason for me including it. It's it would you know it's nice to have more combo attacking models on the table, particularly for dealing with cami and durable models. Yes. Um, but I think yeah, again, probably would have been too strong, uh, but would also have been delightful and a little bit gutted to see it go. But <laughs> <laughs> um, that that's more bleed and moon, I guess. So they yeah yeah I think homing, so. yeah. But, it will be interesting, and I think also partly because uh, I've created a character that gives Jason a headache every time he wants to put a new yes. North Star <laughs> model in, because he has to consider how that impacts on Axiom now. Yeah, uh, sorry about that, Jason. But um, and, and yeah, whenever he, he has a faction in enhancement and equipment as well, he'll have to think yeah, about what's yeah, going to happen now. So <laughs> don't don't remind him. Because I'm hoping that we'll get some really interesting ones in the uh, this kind of seasonal packs of cards. Yeah, so it will slip. So it will slip through. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't think he's ever going to create a piece of equipment for ninjas ever again. Um, they're all just going to be events and enhancements now. Um, um, on, on that one, is there, do you, did you kind of have a, a, a an idea in mind with that? Is that kind of to to help break people away from skirmish mission or was it just you just like that utility? So the, the sort of once per game starting phase ability yeah. wasn't actually part of any of my original ideas. So that was one Jason... <laughs> Okay. Added in, I think, after I sort of said, well, it's probably a North Star model, um, to kind of give him some more flavor in that direction. It's like a utility belt kind of. Yeah. 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 It's, I, I quite like it, but where it's equipment only, it is very restricted, um, which again is probably very deliberate from Jason's perspective. Um, but the options available to you are signaling flare. Uh, hallucinogenic bomb, Makabishi, or poisoned weapons. Um, because unfortunately, it's faction cards only, yes. not Hote's uh, <laughs> <laughs> coin or Dragon's Breath or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, 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 the stuff that I tend to take is from the skirmish mission theme, anyway. Um, but it, you know, on those turns where you're thinking, actually. I really want a signaling flare. I, I want to be able to take two turns in a row. Uh, you know, I need two models to be able to pray this turn before they get, before they're stopped from being able to. Um, just being able to pull out a three rice card and just say, yeah, I'm using this now. I haven't paid for it, but it's mine. Um, is pretty, you know, that, that's pretty strong. Yeah, I mean that, that definitely kind of helps justify his his rice costs as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that's 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 great. And like you said, the scenario play is really interesting to me because one of the things we were talking about briefly beforehand was um, now there's this new rule that you can only pray once at um, each uh, objective. It, I feel that kind of makes life a little bit harder sometimes for ninjas who are quite good at getting to one and just kind of um, making the most of it. So, uh, yeah. like things like Swift Executor and Signaling and Flare, probably more relevant now than than uh, previously. I would say so because I think that's quite a new rule. Uh, I don't know how many people were aware of it when they went up to the, the latest masters. It is kind of hidden away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in the story pack, but yeah, it, yeah, 
yeah, I think it's it's quite a recent addition to the scenario pack, um, probably to stop me cheating and getting lots of <laughs> prayers off in turn two. That seems um, anti-ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah anti tech. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, again, being able to take Swift Executor on Hiroxuna, uh it kind of helps move around a bit. So if somebody goes to attack him and I get managed to get a Mirage off, I'm probably going to be within walking range to another idol, uh, in which case I could do both. Yeah, that's, that's so you definitely improves your scenario play significantly then, and um, he brings his own scenery. So sounds good in a tournament where scenery is not a given. No. Yeah, so I think realistically what I was looking for from Axiom was to have a character that has a lot of the things that I like from some of the characters that I really just don't play. Um, like Yuto having Tactician. He's, that's, tactician and Distraction is probably the only reason I would take Yuto. But you can take other models that have those abilities. So, well, you can take the other models that have Distraction. So you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, yeah, I'll pay 19 rice for those two abilities when other than Makabishi, uh, sorry, Kusari, it, there's not too much that Yuto brings. Um, and that's a shame because I do enjoy using him and I like having Tactician to try and get the start of the turn because you, if your opponent gets that first action, it can often be quite devastating on ninjas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yuto's an interesting... I mean, I I thought he was uh, a bit of a pain if he, if he keeps kind of just proning your models and uh, <laughs> uh, if it's Ryujin, yeah. that's that's quite annoying. <laughs> but, uh, can Ryujin get prone? <laughs> yeah, he can. <laughs> he can. Yeah. So one of his yeah. main weaknesses, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, you, I, Yuto no, just kept uh, doing that. He yeah. just becomes a puddle, I guess. I don't know. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> With an octopus in the middle. But, <laughs> but that's a bit niche. But I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying, there are some models out there who really don't like getting proned and he can kind of get in there first and, and, and prone them. But he's a, he's a utility piece, isn't he? But he's he's perhaps too much of a utility piece. He's all he's actually quite, in my mind, quite similar to what he what he does is what in other factions like a Shigenja will do or a Shisai will do. Um, but, but he's also kind of a half-decent fighter at the same time. And, and for his rights, I think it's pretty good uh, in, in that sense, but I guess you, you've yeah. got to be able to stand on your own in a, in, a, in a ninja faction, given the number of models they've got. Yeah, exactly. And I have I have taken Yuto a few times. Um, I think he works quite, again, works probably quite well with Carapan uh, because then it's sort of 30 rice for the two models. Um, yes. But yeah, I just, I tend to find that I, I normally just have him in disguise so either the disguise that you get with the skirmish theme or um a, a target six disguise that you can have uh with either scouting theme or the disguise ability the special card because you kind of want him to be on the table and around causing distraction or fog of hesitation but not getting hit <laughs> yeah so having that as a, a reason to kind of put people off attacking him. Yeah. 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, uh, oh, it's, it's Disguise 7 for Scout Mission. So even better. Yeah, yeah it's pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> That's handily good. Um, yeah, I mean, do, do you think Axiom kind of um, makes you want to try a different theme from the ubiquitous kind of skirmish mission? I quite like using um, Scouting Party. I quite like for those um, scenarios where you've got objectives to get to and prey on or uh, influence. Um, but w- because so many of the scenarios these days are sort of scoring three, four, and five, it tends not to be as useful. Um, Disguise 7 is fantastic. But again, if, if somebody can see through that quite quickly... Uh, or you're going to need to do things in the scenario, it tends to not be as beneficial anymore. So I think that's why so many people take skirmish mission, um, particularly for tournaments, because it gives you so much utility, uh, a bit of disguise, and you can keep putting the disguise back on. Uh, the ability to tailor your um, enhancements to your opponents and yeah, so and I think Axiom kind of works really well with that and the utility that you're going to get across all of the scenario types, as well as you know being formulae with Dodge. So he's got some of that survivability to be a Vim as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, do you, do you see any particular um, enhancements that you would you would give Axiom, or is he is he kind of quite happy to to go along as as he is? Um. Well, you'd struggle to take enhancement equipment because then you wouldn't be able to use his ability. So things like Hote's coin would be great on him, but then you're not able to then use that ability to gain an additional one, whether or not you'd necessarily want um, signaling flare or poison weapons may, you know, change that. But um, I think he's probably fine as he is. Uh, I don't think there's anything necessarily... Um, that you'd probably want to give him. I tend to find that events are more effective with ninjas anyway, rather than enhancements or equipment, um, because they can go on anybody. Uh, and you know, for things like shuriken or um, jigoku berry. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I think he would be good with grappling hooks for a flank first turn. Um. Cat-like agility would probably be quite useful as well to make him immune to prone. It's always good, yeah. Um, and then things like blind bomb. Uh, but I think is that an event now? Yeah, it's <coughs> that is an event. Yep. It's it's interesting yeah. what's an event and what's equipment now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think uh, I I don't think that is, as a result of axiom. Uh, I think that's fruitful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I, I thought that as well, that certain things being events, but it also makes them more uh, flexible, more versatile, because you know you might need it on a character that's near your opponents, but you've got it on the wrong one. Or, you know, you, you, Katsumi's managed to kill a bunch of people without using it, and therefore he's just standing around on his own with no one to aim at, so... In that sense, it's, it makes a lot of sense for it to be an event rather than an enhancement. Yep. Oh, fantastic. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, do, are there any particular matchups that you think Axiom needs to watch out for? Uh, so when I first designed him, he was three key to help um, deal with sort of fear and casters a little bit better. Um, but Jason obviously looked at that and went, no. <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's move that back a bit because obviously that affects things like his uh, melee boost and that sort of thing as well. Um, so I think characters like Mizuki Ito, like I mentioned before, they're a problem. Yatsumata is going to be a problem. Um, I think Oni can be quite painful, especially uh, Rashka with Breach uh, being able to hit yeah. you first. So then you've got to be quite defensive. Yeah. Uh, which makes things like the throw attack a lot harder. Um, so you're going to want to get a surprise attack in into that one. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think quite killy models, models with a lot of armor. Um, I think he might struggle to play into Minamoto if you're hoping to kill anything. Um, but that's not really how I play. So yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I generally think trying to kill Minamoto is like yeah. You're, yeah. you're playing at them at their game, and that's that's Just yeah. Roll the turtle over. Don't try and kill it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can just go for the star. Good, good advice. Uh, I think yeah, we, yeah with uh, Axion can certainly do that um, as well, which is always cool. Yeah, yeah. The good old, good old throw attack. I mean, I think most of us, have, when we've had successful games against armies like Minamoto, we've been able to get slam attacks and throw attacks in and get one samurai into another samurai and as scary as they are they're not so scary when they're uh then they're on no. the floor <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or when they don't have the kind of combat advantage like if they're up against something which is a much better combat combat model than they are then yeah they tend to be a little bit easier and that's why you take your katsumis and your rins to be able to try and uh, deal with those tin cans a little bit yeah, absolutely. I think he's obviously a pretty uh, interesting profile because of all the the interactions and um, and, and things he's able to achieve. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you designed something. Um, yeah, that that was kind of not just overtly good, but actually kind of really makes you <laughs> reevaluate the world and build. I tried. Jason doesn't let you. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to break it. I, I tried to break the game. Yeah, um, but actually, I think where the ninjas are with the risen sun changes. Um, there's so many good choices. The the war bands that you can take can be so varied and interesting. And that was that again was a part of um, what I was trying to help create something to build a, something slightly different around. Um, and I feel like that was achieved. Uh, obviously, it wasn't quite the all singing, all dancing uh, Swiss Army knife that I was hoping he would be similar to Ghost. Um, but I think he's a fair reflection of 24 Rice and what he can bring is pretty strong like i wouldn't be i wouldn't be concerned about taking him as my vim um i think he'd be a very good vim yeah if she's has anything to go by and she's only three melee yeah um, dodge is pretty good yeah dodge is fantastic yeah. uh, again you know what you're saying about me taking things that i like from other models yeah 
<laughs> Dodge, <laughs> That's a good one. Dodge was one of those. Yeah. Uh, Dodge has saved my characters more often than I can think. <laughs> um, yeah. Apart from those times when people roll sixes into sixes, which is just disgusting. Um, <laughs> shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be allowed. But yeah, yeah. So I think um, that kind of talks Axiom through a bit. Um, there isn't really much else I think that I could really talk about, unless you have other questions about him. I'm quite pleased with how he turned out. I think it it allows for quite a lot of um, versatility and it makes building a warband a little bit more interesting because you can kind of pick and choose how you want the character to be able to play. Um, and that was essentially what I was looking to try and get out of it. So no, That's cool. I, I think just my other thought was you, you sort of had a bit of uh, an idea about... Um, where he fits into the background, if you like, the fact that he's like a, a master ninja. Uh, did you ha- did you have any other kind of backstory uh, with him, or or is is that kind of a bit too fluffy? Uh, no, I'm not that fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did say because there was a bit of talk at the end of the masters um, in 2019 about potentially having some ninja cappers, uh, some ninja turtles, um, and I was like, well, if they wanted to make him a yokai, a yokai rat, I'd be okay with it. Um, so he almost looks like Splinter in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was going to ask actually about the model itself. Did you um, have any involvement with that? Or was it just like you provide the concept and then they build a so model around it? I did. I kind of did say, you know, I wanted him to be a bit older, uh, uh, you know, a master ninja model. I wanted him to not be kind of overly flashy because... I kind of saw him as being the tactician who's almost in disguise, kind of giving out hand signals to the other ninjas, directing the kind of attack, essentially, uh, or, you know, the, the strike that that they would be on. Um, so that I did feedback some of that. I feel like um, when Gordon spoke to the designer based on some of the uh, images that we got back initially, uh, that the designer heard a ranger, um, and I feel like that kind of stuck a little bit, uh, which I can understand because um, Gordon's got a fantastic accent. I'm not 100% sure where it's from, but um, I could understand them hearing Ninja Trainer as ranger, um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and and that, that kind of stuck a bit. Um, I kind of wanted him to have a handbow, which is like a half stick, and... I think what he ended up with was a more ranger-like quarter stuff. Um, and I, I kind of wanted him to sort of be moving more like a ninja than a ranger. But um, I, I've, I've come to quite like the model. I think at first there was, there was a lot of people saying, oh, you know, he, he needs a waistcoat because he looks like a snooker player. Um, but I, I feel <laughs> like... With models like Ryujin and the Buto and stuff like that, there's kind of a Studio Ghibli vibe to some of the characters and some of the kind of Eastern uh, influence on them. And I, I, what I get from Axiom with his sort of jaunty, almost kind of dancing down the street feel, is it's, it's got like kind of Naruto style 
to it where there's some old guy who's just happily wandering around and Yuta comes flying past him and he just clocks him with his staff or something, uh, like with some kind of weird lightning speed that you wouldn't expect from some old guy. Um, and it's got that almost comic relief feel to it in a, in a way. Um, people are probably like, no, you're an idiot. No, no, no I get, get what you mean. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's kind of got that sort of um, vibe to it where it, you know, it's, um, yeah, almost like a comic relief character from the Eastern style, uh, yeah. which, yeah I, yeah, I actually quite like it. And, he, you know, he's got his hidden knife. Um, he, we did, we did, I did manage to get the kind of the finger signals in there. I don't, like, people are probably looking at it and going, I don't understand what's going on, but you know, now they know. Well, yeah, um, I'm, I'm looking at it again in a new light now, going, okay, I get this now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so, you know, the idea was that, because you know, obviously with the weaker strength, um, he's he's very, I, I've always wanted him to not be like a killer model, but to be a very tactically capable one. Um, and, you know, because you see all of these sort of master ninjas just sort of throwing throwing the trainee ninjas around really easily and, not you know using staffs to just flick people away and that kind of thing, uh, and that was sort of the the feel that I wanted to get from it. So, I I, I appreciate that he uh, looks uh, quite different to the rest of the ninjas, and like I think it could be quite hard to design something that's different for ninjas because because you know they they should all be in kind of like fairly kind of fitted uh, black kind of outfit to. To you know, to fit the kind of ninja, ninjas. the ninja. Uh, <laughs> I don't. But to fit Nin- ninjas, ninjas, don't want to look like ninjas. Yeah. When you do models, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, it, it would be it would be quite cool to do disguise versions uh, of models uh, to to actually kind of like you know have like you know so like you know when the model actually is in disguise have an alternative version because you're right it's almost a bit too obvious but like yeah. from, from a if you look at most of the ninja range uh i'd like to the, see a disguised version of ghost on his day off like, <laughs> <laughs> funny, takes the mask funny off. enough um i did create a little uh it was actually kind of like a dress with an umbrella to put him into because if you can only see his face he looks a bit like a geisha oh yeah I get uh, so I, yeah so I, I put this kind of um fabric almost like a yeah just like a cover like almost like a robe type thing on him for when he's disguised so that people don't know and then because he's he's kind of reaching up like this i just put the umbrella oh, yeah. on on the fit the hands of the sword so it looks like he's holding an umbrella. So it looks a little bit like um, Ikirayu from the cult. Yeah, oh, yeah. in disguise. So, at, least yeah. at least disguise five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least disguise five. Um, but yeah, so that's and that was from when obviously he could be soulless disguised, and it was disgusting, and everyone hated it because they couldn't deal with it, and there was nothing you could do to stop it from being successful. So, yeah. But yeah, he's, he yeah. certainly has he has something interesting, and um, you know you can you can paint him slightly differently from the rest of them. I mean, I think generally they've done a good job with the ninja range, by the way, because there's um, a lot of interesting textures and mask and all sorts of things going on, so that you've got uh, like options to put 
some de- you know some a range of colors on then to make your models look interesting um but yeah he 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 sort of stands out still and uh and so i think that's that's pretty cool uh just gives people something interesting to to paint up and um like i say he's he's a very different like from a, as far as ninja models goes he's quite different to what we've seen so far um and uh yeah that that just keeps things interesting um so yeah, yeah I, I him plain up. sight is how I like to describe it. <laughs> yes, yeah, he 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 definitely actually now you come to mention it, he definitely is a bit more kind of like you know um, he could have been casually walking along the road just a moment <laughs> yeah. before and then he's looks like he's kind of you know getting more in, in, involved. Where where if you compare that to like Ghost or Katsumi, it's like you know they've got the mask and everything, you know they mean business or or Kirasu with his warring claws. Yeah, but. That's that's kind of the more North Star style, I think. It, it tends to be a little bit more relaxed, a lot less weapon bristling. <laughs> like yes. it's with, if you look at Katsumi, it's almost hard to see a bit of him that isn't covered in weapons. Yes, yeah, that's 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 true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of the background you know about the different houses. Um, I, I I try to kind of think about like how to distinguish between an all star and say a long shadow and i don't know them well enough i mean bleeding moon's easy because they're the ones who just sort of are the most aggressive um and, and combat orientated uh did, did you kind of have something in your mind i know you sort of said he he kind of became an all star just more because that's how he fitted in but do, do you kind of do you, do you um think about the houses in a certain way or or is it kind of a bit more well, interchangeable um so i tend to find that so that the three themes were clearly designed around the different houses mm-hmm. so you've got the assassination mission which is very much more the kind of bleeding moon uh theme um you've got skirmish mission which feels very much like north star we've got disguise that keeps recurring you can take a couple of you know equipment or enhancement items uh because they're they're the kind of toolkit ninjas that's sort of their thing is to be the kind of tactical style and then the long shadow are the scouts so the scouting party um kind of works best as almost like a descriptor for long shadow um but yeah so long shadow i know from talking with people um who are kind of interested in this sort of thing, uh, well, who write that sort of thing for the company. Um, I think Long Shadow are the sort of the scouts, the intelligence gatherers, um, and that's why they've got that kind of fast movement ability, uh, the sort of, um, what's the word, the, the ability to not be where you think they are uh, in Mirage and that kind of thing. Um, there aren't a lot of long shadow uh ninjas unfortunately i think is it just shizuka and kuhai i think so yeah um yeah so yeah so that's i am hoping they'll bring out some more soon um but i don't have any intel on that so i can't really help uh but um yeah and like i say so north star being kind of more tactical and item orientated in their approach that makes a lot of sense and, um, and then obviously Bleeding Moon just want to kill things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in probably horrendous uh, and painful fashion. 
Yeah. Okay. That that actually really helps game um, clear in my mind actually um, because yeah, I, I think uh, linking them to the missions as well is is uh, is a good way of thinking about it. So um, yeah, that that's pretty cool. Uh, so Darren, did you do you have any more questions for for Adam? Um, I think that's pretty much all my my random yeah. questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I, I... I think I've I think I've uh, I've learned an awful lot, and um, yeah, it's, it's just very interesting to hear about how um, if you are fortunate enough or skilled enough, I should say, to to win the Grand Masters, how you go through that process. Um, you never know. Um, there's always a chance to do another one, I suppose. <laughs> you can you need to try, <laughs> try and break the game. Yeah. Again. <laughs> you, you only need to win four, and you can have a whole war band. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think. Um... I, I must have had an element of luck on that day. And I think that the, the, the best thing about this game is how balanced it is. And there can be times where you feel like, oh, this is a bit rock, paper, scissors. But if you play well and try to work the matchups the way you need them and get a little bit of luck, you can kind of overcome that anyway. And... I think I mostly played into almost horde warbands for nearly every single game in that Masters and every single game was a huge struggle, um, but somehow managed to come out victorious and all the top three places all had the same scores. So the guys that I beat went on to do really well against the other opponents to make up those points. Um but fortunately, because the two people that I was tied with, I'd beaten, <laughs> I actually won. So, yeah. Oh, right. it's, um, so really tight then. Really, really tight. It was really tight. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really enjoyable day, actually, um, as it always is. Uh, I'm sure you agree from your, game, your, your time doing it. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, also just the whole process um I was impressed at how much input I had into the character design um, and that I was allowed to have. So I think that's good as well. That um, while it isn't exactly what I wanted, it is very similar to what I wanted. And the feel of the character is still the same, um, which is great. And like I say, I can't complain. So do you have yeah. ideas for what you would like to design? Ah. Uh. I don't. I don't really. Do, do you, Darren? I mean, I, I joke I, about I, stuff. We but... joked about stuff. We tend to only make terrible designs. That like, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually a lot harder. I've to be it fair. Is, yeah, um, yeah. Given give full reign of everything, I think you, uh, um, you've probably got some ideas. Uh, it, it helps it in a way that it narrows it down to. I believe it does anyway. It's the faction you won with, so you know you've got to kind of yeah build something um, that kind of works from that. And and I suspect if you won with something, you've got a good idea what kind of where the gap is in that faction, or kind of where the you know that where the niche might be for you to to be able something that's interesting and not kind of you know just going to kind of do more of the same kind of thing. So and I, I mean that's what it, it feels yeah. like you've done there. You sort of you know you know the faction really well, so you're able to kind of identify um, the gap, the niche, and and pull in the bits you like. So I think that's quite a good approach. So. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. the way to do it. I don't know if this is just limited to ninjas, but I do think that it's going to be hard with how good the existing ninjas are for them to be able to continue releasing new ones that 
make you think, I really want to play that versus these other ones that I'm really used to that I, I know are really good yes, uh, and know how to play. So I think from that perspective, it's quite hard because you only have a very small number of models on the table with ninjas. So the more they keep introducing new ones, maybe the less I'm like, actually, you know, I, I want the whole collection, but I'm not really that fussed about that model um, because it's not going to fit into the, the types of play that I want to do. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting that to see sense. kind of how they keep um, expanding the, what they call it, design space on that. So, mm. like, I mean, Chinyuki looks pretty interesting to me, but I suspect that for, for Ninja players, it's kind of, it's in that situation where there's a lot of, there's so much competition, it's quite hard to to, to, yeah. to to make your mark and to kind of bring out something that people will really want to take because you can't just is keep that bringing the out ghost model, <laughs> the ghost mark the model? or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, that, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's the one. Yeah, it can get a, a bleed uh, free marker out there. Um, so that's a, that's a new one that's come out not so long ago. It looks super, I mean, it looks super like a good really model. Cool model. Yeah, yeah, really cool model. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Oh, we've already we've already nailed it. Anyway, we're we're gonna have the ninja cappers coming out. Ninja cappers, yeah. Still, don't know if they will be teenage or not. So yeah, that's, that's to be confirmed. <laughs> does, does that mean we have to uh, win with Ronin or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite. So. I th- yeah, I think someone raised that because Karu, I think, is a winner model. And I'm not oh, quite yeah. sure how you how you design a how you would win with Ronin really, unless it was just a Ronin war. But I don't know. That's a that's probably a Jason question. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah how does I, that I even may, happen? You'll have to get him back on. Yeah, yeah maybe it was like I want something in Imperial March. I don't know. We'll follow, yeah, a question maybe, to ask. That is perhaps the link. Perhaps that's that is the uh, the tenuous link. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, that, uh, yeah. that's been really interesting. Uh, I've, I feel like I've learned a lot uh, on there. Uh, good good tips about uh, ninjas not looking like ninjas. <laughs> <That's>... yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, if you want to kill someone, don't look like someone's going to kill you. <laughs> it's, it's got me thinking when I paint my ninjas up, maybe I'll, I'll try to do like one. I think lots of little moustaches. Drafts, yeah, <laughs> waistcoats, yes, yeah. peasant garb, just to see what I can um, do then. <laughs> yeah, you know, you kind of want to be a bit subtle as a ninja. Yeah, surely. a bit more subtle, yes, exactly. Yeah, you don't want people to know you. Though. You don't want to broadcast it, yeah. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to come on and uh, talk about the model, actually, because uh, I don't think I've really had an opportunity to just sort of talk through my initial idea and how it how it sort of came to being uh all, all of the wonderful things that i wanted to be in there that that jason said no to um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and i'm sure the play testers did a really good job of supporting with that as well um because they always do yeah fantastic. Like, to help keep it balanced i look forward to um hopefully when we see you at the at the next event um Hopefully you'll 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 be playing them, or I'll see you one day using terrorizing the tables. <laughs> I know we don't normally let you play ninjas to keep it fair for everyone. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, I I just wanted a bit of a change um, because I I mostly play ninjas and um, played them for quite a few years now, 
Um, and one, yeah, so I've been playing with my temple um, and uh, my uh, Silvermoon as well, because they're, they're quite enjoyable to play as a bit of light relief. Um, yes. Did okay with the Silvermoon. Uh, came second in a recent tournament with them, so that was good. Nice. Uh, they're a fantastic faction as well, but then they also play very nicely into that sort of similar control theme of, yeah, similar to the ninjas. But yeah, yeah. Uh, now working on a Savage Wave list. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the Bushido uh, expansion has started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we've we've uh, experienced that as well. Uh, yeah. which, which part of Savage Wave, or are you just going for the whole... The whole thing. Uh, I just think Rashka is such a fantastic model and uh, a really good card, and yeah. you know something for people to completely fear when he's on the table. Um, so I kind of wanted to build something around him, but I'm not going to theme it. So I'm going to have some Bakamono and uh, yeah. maybe Toshiro as well as a run in yeah. there to get he's the extra yeah. yeah, he's yeah. good fun. Everyone yeah, be aggressive. The one that makes people aggressive. Yeah, yeah make right. everyone aggressive. <laughs> yeah. So that Rashka can beat them up even easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I um yeah, I, I, I like playing Rashka. Uh I would summon in a min quite a lot though. Uh but yeah, to to play with full fat Rashka uh with all these key yeah. and everything is that 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 does sound pretty good. Um and I th- I think you can play second chance on him and they can't still re-roll their dice, but you can, which is it sounds pretty okay. horrible. <laughs> so it sounds like there's some pretty good things you could do with him. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, and and you know, make unblockable strike and all that kind of stuff. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like uh, one to revisit at, at some point. Uh, I, I I like mixing the Bakamoto and Oni together as well. So I could only, yeah. I mean, I know there's themes uh, that allow to do that in terms of ROM themes, but I'm hoping one day there'll be a theme that kind of is uh, Savage Wave that lets you do that and get some some cool benefit um yeah unfortunately yeah. where when mixing them together it makes the warband so strong and um, because you've got those killer models yeah and you've got large numbers of models there's um, so many interactions i think it'd have to be more of a a cool thematic thing rather than a, a, a yeah, powerful that's thing. The thing like, yeah yeah because you couldn't give that too much and not break it I yes think that's the reason <laughs> i think that's the reason why so many themes don't exist is because if you allow all of the models to be available, it it's broken. And it's almost like they build the themes to make it so that you can kind of streamline the list with a set of models, uh, of particular type of models, and then also have a bonus so that it's not weak, um, you know, by restricting yourself in that way. But yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, I mean, I love the game. I think it's fantastic. I think Shido's brilliantly created it gives you all of those combination options and it yeah it definitely scratches that kind of tactical itch of games like chess and uh yeah games like that necromunda or <laughs> you know from back in the day yeah yeah, yeah we've, we've we're certainly enjoying it um a lot and um and it's good to be able to get out and play some real life games and uh and meet more people in the community so i've personally really enjoyed that um, and just yeah, I've, I I I wish I could do more uh, all the time. But there's so many different builds, like you say, that you you want to kind of give a go and explore to see you know does this actually really work on the table? And uh, you know the the theory is one thing, but really seeing it in uh, in real life yeah, is great. Then, yeah, and then you want to get good with it as well. So like, <laughs> if you find a combination of models that you really like, and then you're like, well, 
now now I want to practice with it so I can learn all the things that I do wrong so you can maybe be better and yeah and yeah, then yeah. win masters tournaments and <laughs> yes. sign a new model yeah. yes yeah no, that's 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 really cool um well great well I, I should probably bring it to a close and just say thanks a lot for your time and and your insight uh it's always great yeah. to chat and Definitely. um and well done on winning the Masters. You know, yes. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Pure fluke. Pure fluke. <laughs> <laughs> Very modest. <laughs> yeah, I think the Temple opponent who uh, I managed to pass the Riku pushback twice on, which is a, a Test 7 size oh, Test tsunami. 7. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I managed that twice. Yeah, so you'd probably be like, yeah, you're right. It was a fluke. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, anyway, thank you very much, guys, for bringing me on. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's always great to chat to you both. Um, and all the best with the podcast. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. And uh, yeah, I hope, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. I think that was a, a, gr- a great one to listen to. So uh, um, we'll be back again soon. Thanks a lot.